Welcome to Responsibly Authentic, the podcast about digging into our emotions with biblical truth. Thank you for joining us. My name is Christine and I am your host. I am a wife, mother, daughter, and friend. I have struggled with my emotions over the years, both controlling my emotions and taking responsibility for my emotions. I started to write my own Bible study to find out why my reactions were so intense, and now I want to share it with you. By joining me, you'll be brought on a journey with a weekly reading plan, taking us through the Bible in one year. Our website is responsiblyauthentic.com. As well, our Facebook and Instagram can be found at the handle responsiblyauthentic. Sign up for a weekly newsletter on our mailing list. See the show notes for the link. This is week number 30, which is published on July 24th, 2022. The topic this week is Second Guessing God. This week we are reading through Isaiah 4 through 30. Again, that's chapters 4 through 30 in Isaiah. The topic for our study on emotions is stressed. Please see season one for that podcast. The weekly reading is the same. Each week we follow the same format. We start with a prayer, continue with our study, a little bit of homework, and then our final prayer. Father God, we praise you today for your consistency and your justness. Father, you are the same today, yesterday, and always. That is why we can trust that your word is true. Father, you provide us in so many ways. Please open our eyes to your blessings and when we do not understand them. Amen. We will now dive into our study based on this week's reading. As a reminder, you can find the study based on emotions in season one of the podcast. We are all guilty of it in one way or another. We fail to consult God or we second guess the blessings he puts in our lives. In 2016, God moved us into a house that I did not like. My list of reasons was long. The house was too big to clean. The yard is overwhelming. I liked where we were living before. Our neighbors were not inclusive when we lived there the first time, and the list goes on. I was angry. I dug in my feet, and I let everyone know that I was not happy about it. The next year, we found out why God moved us into the house. We had a first floor bedroom, only two stairs to get in, a large accessible driveway, and all the things we needed when we brought my husband back home after his stroke. I was second guessing God's wisdom and relying on my own decisions. God is noticeably clear in this week's reading on how he feels about our second guessing his decisions or when we are upset with his timing. God is incredibly angry with Israel and Judah as expressed through Isaiah. God compares his people to a cultivated vineyard, cared for and pruned, the fertile valley prepared for in advance, the land plowed, stones removed, every vine carefully chosen from the best crop cultivated and then planted in the vineyard. Lovingly, the vines were watered, weeds were cleared away, only to produce bitter grapes. See Isaiah chapter 5 verses 1 through 7. God would judge his people and they continued to live the way they wanted on their terms. Even the king of Assyria is under God's wrath as he assumes his might and power personally, when God is the one who provided the money and power to defeat Israel. When God uses Assyria to punish Israel by overpowering them, Assyria becomes God's tool. But the king of Assyria is so boastful and full of ego that he claims victory himself, as found in Isaiah 10 verses 5 through 19. 
If you are questioning God giving Assyria power over Israel, see Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. As God is the creator of all things, even the wicked, for a day of disaster. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 15 in the New Living Translation says, But can the axe boast greater power than the person who uses it? Is the saw greater than the person who saws? Can a rod strike using the hand, a hand that moves it? Can a wooden cane walk by itself? We're all God's tools, here to do God's work and let the blessings abound by living in harmony with his desire in our lives. Romans chapter 9 verses 20 through 21 says, No, don't say that. Who are you, a mere human being, to argue with God? Should the thing that was created say to the one who created it, Why have you made me like this? When a potter makes jars out of clay, doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decorating and another to throw garbage into? We also see in Isaiah chapter 29 verses 16 or 15 and 16, what sorrow awaits those who try to hide their plans from the Lord, who do their evil deeds in the dark. The Lord can't see us, they say. He doesn't know what's going on. How foolish can you be? He is the potter and he is certainly greater than you, the clay. Should the created thing say to the one who made it, he didn't make me? Does the jar ever say the potter who made me is stupid? Also, when good happens, it is not for our glory, but for God's. It is the psalmist who recognizes where the true power comes from. In Psalm 17, verse 13 and 14. Arise, O Lord, stand against them and bring them to their knees. Rescue me from the wicked with your sword. By the power of your hand, O Lord, destroy those who look to this world for their reward, but satisfy the hunger of your treasure ones. May their children have plenty, leaving inheritance for their descendants. The simple language used, axe to the logger cutting the wood, clay to potter, us to God, the tool created by God for his glory and his desire. We see the Israelites in Isaiah 22:11 trying to control the situation again, instead of looking to God for provision, instead of doing God's will or seeking God's will, they show contempt for him by pursuing their own ideas of safety and provision. God will provide for all their needs, yet we see them focus on their own desires for provision and safety. Isaiah describes it best in chapter 30, verses 18 through 21. So the Lord must wait for you to come to him so he can show you his love and compassion. For the Lord is faithful God. Blessed are those who wait for his help. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. He will be gracious if you ask for help. He will surely respond to the sound of your cries. Though the Lord gave you adversity for food and suffering for drink, he will still be with you to teach you. You will see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, This is the way you should go, whether to the right or the left. Wait for God's timing. Listen to his voice. Follow his will and praise God for what he has done. At this time, I'm going to allow for a pause. After you pause the podcast, this is your chance to take any notes from what you just heard. And when you're ready, press play again. Welcome back. We want to do a little bit of homework this week. So our homework this week is, do you have anything in your life that you look at as a curse, but it's really a blessing? Refer to my story at the beginning. What is God using you for today? So think on that, journal for a bit, and pray. 
I would like to say one thing before we go into our final prayer. I'm not a counselor or therapist, and I'm not licensed in any way. I'm simply someone who discovered that my emotions were taking over and taking control of my life. If you need to reach out to someone, please reach out to a therapist or counselor who can help you or guide you. You can reach out to me at any time at contact at responsiblyauthentic.com or on our website. You are not alone in this. You are enough and you are at the right place at the right time to be learning the lessons you're learning today. This life is not easy. Just know that you have support. And remember to pray continuously. God is always with you. 1 John 5:14 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Also, support each other every day. 1 Thessalonians 5:11 says, So encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are already doing. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for showing us the way, for sending truth, for reminding us in your correction who we are and who you are. We are your tool, your instrument. Father, thank you for your blessings. Help us see when your blessings are before us. Amen. Please help us reach more women by subscribing and rating our podcast. We appreciate your five-star ratings. Goodbye, everyone. I look forward to talking with you next week. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace, mercy, and peace.